Welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast presented by the Broken Anchor. Andy, what is up with you, man? It has been another great week. It's a kind of a kind of a little slow week college basketball wise, but um, as far as sports wise, we got some exciting stuff. Yeah, it's been slow for college hoops, but for the grand sports scheme, it's been freaking awesome, man. Been able to watch NFL one night, got Monday night football, then a game seven in basketball, dude. It's been fantastic. So. With that, what we're going to do is a little bit more of a national sports format tonight. Um, there's not obviously much going on in the Xavier world or the college basketball world other than college basketball coming back. So we're kind of going to test a future format and do some – so a wide array, a wide array of sports. Um, so I think it's going to be fun. Andy, you ready for it? I, I'm really ready. I mean, I, like, I, I just love all sports. I mean, everybody knows my um, college basketball love, but that, that, that expands to many different sports, and I'm excited to talk about that to – all of our lovely listeners. Yeah, we're Xavier diehards and college hoops fanatics, but I'm, I'm a huge basketball junkie in general, NBA included, huge NFL junkie, college football fan, and he's got the baseball thing, and that's a that sport. Yeah, so, uh, so we've got the whole gauntlet, so we're going to try that tonight. It's probably going to be 10% college basketball and then just the wide array of sports. So we've got some, we got some NFL, we've got some NBA, college, and we've college got, we got a little bit of everything. College football news, we got a little bit of everything. So, uh, Andy, you ready to get to it? Let's take it to Andy Mack, baby. Let's go. Okay, so we got college basketball back. Andy, thoughts? We got two big dates for you guys. And honestly, how could you not be excited about this? Less than a month from today, we got practice, October 14th. Talking about practice. We, we talking about practice. We're on here on the Roll Blob podcast. You want to talk about practice? Not the games. Uh, we'll get to the games because the games right. start November 25th, official start date. Let's it's going to be an go. awesome Thanksgiving, dude. Like, I, I cannot wait. As shitty a year as has been and, like, all the stuff that we've missed, like, it's going to make some, like, pretty cool, like, random moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been weird watching, like, basketball and football on the same night, and it's going to be cool having, like, a Thanksgiving college basketball kickoff. So it's going to be kind of cool, man. And, and honestly, I got to give it to you. You got to tip my cap. You nailed it. Like, I remember all year just being like, Andy, there's not going to be a season. Like, get over it. And uh, you're – blind optimistic ass was like no dude we're gonna get a, we're gonna get a season and i was like bro all right i'm not gonna kill your optimism but i gotta tip my cap to you man you nailed it we're getting, we're just, getting something that looks like if you just ignore the bullshit you can just go right through it i know and <laughs> i didn't think we had much of a chance i i remember thinking the same thing about the nfl like when we were a few days out of like holy shit we're actually gonna get nfl football it's actually so, coming uh, it's gonna be normal like i mean a lot, a lot could change but for now i mean we're looking good and i mean it, i think they've got a system like, I mean, they, the NBA is doing phenomenal. I mean, they they have huge punishments for ex- exiting the bubble, so they're keeping everybody um, negative testing and uh, away from everybody, and no, they're limiting all chances of um, contracting it. So 
that's the model right there. College basketball looks like they're going to try to do the same thing in the same location. I mean, the eight, eight preseason tournaments are all going to be in Orlando, including ones that are named after other cities. So that's going to be weird. I actually got to say I'm pretty surprised that the NCAA figured it out. Because it really didn't seem like we had much movement for like a month. And then all of a sudden they just start throwing shit at us. Like, right. all so, right, we got to figure it out. That's, but that's awesome news, man. So we, we actually look like we're going to get something. And starting at that point, you actually might get like a pretty regular season. Yeah, like like missing, a, missing a few games, obviously. But and I'm not too worried about not playing Norfolk State. I know UC might uh, one of us. get get pissed about that because that'll stre- that'll strengthen their strength of schedule. But the us in the Big East, right? Like we don't need. To oh, no, I'm, I'm going to miss the IPFW game. I always love playing the Mastodons. Like that's Who actually does? one of the first Xavier games I, I made it to was um, Xavier IPFW. Not to brag. Not to not to brag. I mean, I've, I've been to the big ones, but that's up there. Mine was Bucknell. Ooh, good old Fucknell. Powers only. Yeah, we don't we don't watch those mid majors like we don't watch no. low major mid major basketball. We watch Moorhead State, Sienna. no ECU. Yeah, no ECU. Yeah, we don't we don't play that. There is not even an East Carolina. So no, yeah, it doesn't even think. Not even a thing. Um, yeah, so we got that, and then X. We'll talk about X real quick. There's not. This was like the shortest X news. Honestly, it's weird. We get X news almost every single week for the most part, at least something. Um, and we're really getting nothing other than just standing tight and uh, standing by on, on Deshaun Holt. Um, it looks like X is still there, but kind of just playing the waiting game. And then just, you know, the boys are continuing to practice, which is really good news. And practice, practice in a month. Then we'll start getting practice updates. So Xavier fans, be on the lookout for that. Um, Deshaun, Deshaun Holt news, news will probably know a little more next week, but this has been – this was always going to be the dead week with him wanting to, to commit at the end of – September. Yep. Like, yep. So this is just kind of the dead week, but I think it's going to start ramping up real quick as, as practice gets in. And, you know, obviously we're getting closer and closer to the season. It's not far away at all. I mean, practice is a month less than. So we're getting real close. College basketball. It's coming. Coming. So that's freaking awesome. And then we get the laugh at Providence, who got their first recruit in September. And it was the 246th overall recruit, 254. It was top, it was top 250. So congratulations. So, they lost their second virginity. In September. Yeah. Dude, that's terrible. Sorry, that's freaking terrible. Like, it's um, not like they were, like, completely blown away. They, like, they were always right there with a lot of top guys, top priority guys. But, I mean, they were, like, Providence recruiting was like the UCLA coaching search. Like, yeah. they wanted all these guys. They kept saying no. They kept going elsewhere or staying put. And then you end up with the 150th dude on your priority list. Hang the banner, Providence. Top 250 recruit in September. Hey, you made their banner, so they, they can't hang it. It's going up. I did. I did hang the banner. So, yeah, hang the banner. St. John's also joined the party. You got a top 150 kid. So, thanks for joining the party in September. Congratulations. Congratulations. Welcome to being in the Big East. It's freaking ridiculous. They're a joke. And, um, but, uh, but St. John's breaking actually news. Uh, it is. Rivals released – Rivals updated their rankings. And – um, Cesar Edwards is at he came in at 119 or 112 one of those okay. yeah, so he, he's top 120 Deshaun Holt uh just missed the top 100 okay 102, 102 right? yeah yeah so like we if we add if we add Deshaun Holt to that to that class we not only move back into the top 
top 20. We also have two top 115 recruits as teammates for four years, along with right. Elijah Tucker. So, and that's not to include all the transfers we're bringing in, which would put us probably top 15, top 10. If they included transfers, we'd, we'd be easily top 20, likely top 15. Probably. And, uh, and Rivals are starting to do a pretty good job. The last couple of years they've been picking up their rankings. Um, and I think they're, you know, I wouldn't put them on the same level as 24-7, but I think they're actually worth looking at and worth putting a little bit of stock into. Right, you, like, you actually like, take them seriously now. I mean, they're nowhere yeah, clear. Yeah, the, They're yeah. nowhere near the Roll Blob uh, recruiting rankings, which <laughs> no, Deshaun no. Holt comes in at number three. Um, Andy right. Piccarillo is number one. So, obviously, be on the lookout for that. Uh, Absolutely. That, and Sydney Marchuch is number two, right? <laughs> Wait, who? Sydney Marchuch. Yes, like that, that just breaks the rankings. Yeah, hundred percent. We went to Purdue. Real, real, real solid player. I think he averaged a whole five points a game. But that that name though, oof, can't beat it. That's an all-time name. And then you mind if we just make fun of the Big Ten real quick? I'm always down for Big Ten slander, dude. Dude, they're so stupid. Like. <laughs> I love how, like, the, so they had the, the Rutgers coach that kind of leaked it and was like, a, a, a decision is coming ASAP. And then the Big Ten was like, oh, no, this guy's fucking out on his, uh, off his rocker, like, yada, yada, yada. And then today they announced football's comeback. Like, right. <laughs> so stupid, dude. And not only did they make the, like, they thought they did something. They thought, like, they were going to be the first ones to cancel the season and then everybody else is going to follow. Like then- UConn. Remember when UConn canceled the season? They're like, oh, we're, we're ahead of the game. We're fucking UConn playing their fucking I'm better than everyone card, like always. We started like, this. Like, no. First of all, your football is useless. And second of all, it's dumb to call this right now. You don't have to make a decision this second. Right. Like, a decision does not have to make. They weren't even in school yet. Like, you have no, no idea how it's going to happen. So why are you giving up already? Really like, stupid. I mean, I understand I, I Providence that- giving up on the tournament because, you know, uh, like – that's White, just a lost cause, but this was yeah. not this was not a lost cause. Not so some, things, some things are worth giving up on, some are not. Football right. in 2020 was not worth giving up on. No, I think the Big Ten just ended up looking stupid. And two, I mean, it's just like obviously the safety is a to- of top concern, but these kids are also making their livelihoods. You know, like you think about how many players were created in one season. If Joe Burrow doesn't have the season he has last year. I mean, is he like an end of the NFL draft type of pick? He's definitely not the number one pick. Probably not even a first or second rounder. If he you know does not have the like, season last year, he's probably a, either a late round draft pick or a business analyst at IKEA. Yeah, it's just insane. Like, and I get the safety piece, but like these kids are also creating their future livelihoods. You know, like I think that to them is more important than you know the extra one two percent chance of getting like the coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I think the Big Ten ended up looking really stupid. And obviously I'm, I'm all for making fun of the Big Ten. And it's been really funny seeing, like, national uh, reporters making fun of, like, Sir Yacht on Twitter. Oh, my like, God. Fans of sources. It's like, bro, he's been pretty much right the whole time. Uh, I mean, pretty much everybody knew that this was coming back. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it's just so funny them, like, being so petty. I really – I got kind of annoyed with Sir, Sir Yacht. Um, but he's just fucking around. Like, I know what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it is what it is. He's like, trying to speak it into existence. I get it. And he, uh, I just think it's funny they stoop to that level and, like, they just, like, show their petty side. It's taking the profession too seriously. Right. Okay. Like, if I'm a reporter, why even acknowledge it? It's just so stupid. It's like, really, really funny, though. It's, it's, a, it's a fan with a lot of followers trying to speak what he wants into existence. 
like you you have a check mark. Don't even fucking worry about it. It's not I your know. business. Like two completely different games. It's like when two on it, Nick working. Like I I I type breaking news all the time. Like rent has... free Twitter has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I hate rent free Twitter. Oh my god, it's the worst. The president is Jimmy Jaguar. Rent free. <laughs> Like, bro, you're the fucking worst. You're a fucking douche, and you're not funny or clever at all. I hate him so right. much. Like, that is, like, it was funny, like, the first three yeah, times. first little, first four yeah, years ago. It happened, like, four years ago. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of interesting. You know, that's kind of uh, clever. Okay, cool. And now, like, the, the rent-free guys have people um, talking shit, living rent-free in their head just because they want to see say rent-free. Exactly. It's a, they're the worst. They're the worst. If you say rent free on Twitter, you're I hate you. You're the absolute worst. It's honestly and, I might mute it. Yeah, you, I think you have to. Siri, please mute all rent free Twitter for me. Thank you. <laughs> Andy, are you ready to do something weird on the Roll Blob podcast and talk football? I am actually excited to talk some football. And... I am too. So you're excited to talk about Iowa State, uh freaking Louisiana, Raging Cajuns is what you're excited to talk about, huh? Dude, I watched the hell out of that game. <laughs> I was up till two in the morning watching Kansas versus Coastal Carolina. It was awesome because there were no good games on. Like there was, I remember was like scrolling through and being like, "Holy!" I was looking for like a top twenty-five matchup or something. There was Notre Dame versus Duke. Duke, though, bro. Like the same, the same basketball, bro. And that like, wouldn't even Duke. be a good matchup in basketball. No, Duke would kill a shot in basketball. Oh, God. Notre Dame's, God yeah. I mean, it would be a better basketball matchup, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, it actually I, ended up being a decent first half. The, the I was just in my head, was... I don't know about you. Do you remember the, the Fanta Live? I think we were at a Wolf's house that night where, like, there was that one guy that called into Fanta and was talking about the over and under. Oh, yeah, like, like, the, like the D2 football D2 games. D2 football. <laughs> <laughs> they had to yes. shut it down. Like I was like, this dude's probably having a field day. <laughs> he was, was like all about it too. Like he is so, like, oh like John God. really wants to hear this. It's funny because there was like good sports going on and he was just living for like D three over unders. It was the same day as the um OG Ananobi buzzer beater to beat Boston. That was the funniest part, bro. I was fucking dying, bro. That it was, was right in the awesome. middle of that. Yeah, that was absolutely hilarious. I was here for that guy. And he like he went off for like ten minutes. <laughs> I know, I know that was awesome. Fanta literally had to shut him down. <laughs> Fanta's the goat, by the way. I love a good Fanta bomb, even though he doesn't talk about poop. I mean, we need to get him to start talking some shit. <laughs> I know. We, I wish I could talk about poop. Oh, dude, I fucking <laughs> love Fanta. Big honey mustard guy, that John Fanta. I did. I did hear that. Um, I do want. I do want him to answer Hanky's question. I, I need. The- Tongue answer. No, my dad laughed at that for 10 straight minutes. And it was like a progressive was so laugh. It was like, it started with a smile. And then yeah. five minutes later, he was crying. I got to give it to McBurney, bro. That was funny as hell. Yeah, that was funny as fuck. He can stay. And uh, whenever it answers, we'll do an emergency podcast and, and give our thoughts. Oh, it, if, even if it's at three in the morning, I'm calling you. And we're starting yeah. a Zoom meeting yeah, we, right, yeah, right we'll then. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of the job. I don't care if you're mid-bust. I'm calling you. <laughs> Uh, I would expect nothing less, and I'll talk through it as much as I possible. <laughs> Our listeners definitely want to hear that. So, as much as we love Coastal Carolina football, you ready to go talk about the NFL? Actually, uh, there's one thing I want I want to mention. Um, oh, I yeah, mean, you're Irish. Big Notre Dame fan here. 
Yeah, it's a big Notre Dame fan. But I don't even want to talk about Notre Dame right now. Fake blue blood. I want to talk about Michigan. Okay. So I know a couple Michigan fans who um I know one or two. They hate, absolutely hate Shea Patterson. They just struggled through that entire Shea Patterson era, and they could not wait for him to graduate because they were so excited about Dylan McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh, Dylan McCaffrey, Christian's brother, yes, you did hear that right. I broke that news. They are related. Andy Um, Baum. Andy Baum, Dylan McCaffrey is related to Christian McCaffrey. Wow. You're the first people to know. Wow. Um, People forget People forget that. Uh, they so really do. It was finally Dylan McCaffrey's time. And then they find out that he's not going to get a season. Though, dude. That would suck. But wait. Here we go. They get the season. Michigan fans, you get Dylan McCaffrey. Dylan wow. McCaffrey is going to play in the maize and blue. Is he good? Uh, he's actually really fucking good. Like he's the um he's probably one of the best quarterback prospects they've they've gotten in a long time. Like okay. Shea Patterson was ranked high, but he ended up sucking. Um like Dylan McCaffrey is actually really good. So get excited, <laughs> Michigan fans. Oh yeah. But wait. All right. Today he decided to opt out of the twenty twenty season. Wow. And he announced he was transferring. So Damn Michigan it. fans LOL. Shit. I, I laughed for about 30, 30 minutes. That sucks, dude. I really want to see them beat Ohio State more than anything in our life. Damn. No, Michigan can suck forever. Like, Jim no. Harbaugh is just – he's not going to get it done. And this is no. more, of a, more of proof that it's not going to fucking happen with Mr. Khaki. Wrong. <laughs> no. I need an Ohio State loss more than anything. I it's can't not going to happen. It wasn't going to happen this year anyway. But – and that now Michigan fans are all like, oh, no, this freshman we got is a god. Like, they're trying to talk up uh, some, some guy that no one's ever fucking heard of. God damn it, Andy. That's bad news. I'm going to have a shitty rest of the podcast <laughs> thanks to you. God damn it. You're welcome. I can't tell you how many Ohio State, Michigan watch parties I've been to where I'm the only one in maize and blue. The only one. How can you fathom being in those colors? Dude, Ohio State is the worst. Like, oh, man, Michigan. We hate Ohio State, to quote the late great, well, still great, Jalen Rose. Did you just say Jalen Rose died? Fuck guys. Did you just imply that Jalen Rose died? Yeah, I, 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 that's a fifty. That's a fifty dollar major. Yeah, that's a man. fun. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's no. still great, and, and it's just, it's a shame because late rhymes was great, so it just kind of leads you into that, you know, leads you down that road. I mean, that's, that's I was, the kind I, of mistake that I'd make and act like I pulled my calf. That was funny. You want to talk NFL? Let's go into it. That was the most Bengal thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Sorry, I was just ready to talk about that shit, so I'm shot out of a cannon. That was the most Bengal thing I've ever seen in my entire life, and luckily I unsubscribed from the Bengals about three years ago, and I laughed my ass off, even though I was low-key wanting the Bengals to win. Oh man, so that was awesome. where you and, and I really did not hurt. He's one hundred percent totally fine. Oh my god, yeah, like, and he said his left calf hurt, and then the picture showed him yeah. pulling at his right calf. So now of on the Bengals injury report, it says calves. They had to put both <laughs> calves. That's fucking awesome. For the record, I would have done the exact same thing. No, you own up to that shit. Oh, I would have owned up to it, but for the record, I would have fixed the injury right in the moment too. <laughs> 
But I also would have been smart enough to use the right, use the right leg to limp. <laughs> That's just fucking stupid. Like when I saw that the next day, like on uh Monday, I I just I just had to put my phone down and I had to go take a lap, make sure I read that correctly. Like you pulled at your right leg, and everybody knows this. That's the one you kick with. Right. And then you say that your left calf hurts. That was awesome. After that you just fuck awesome. up and it, like the biggest quarterback prospect we've had since Carson Palmer, uh, the yep. most excited the Bengals fans have been, you fucked that up and then fake an injury. Get off my fucking team. Welcome to Cincy, kid. Right. <laughs> and like, it's like with Joe, all he talks about is like winning culture and like yada, yada, yada. It's like, yeah, like, but oh, you, you ain't never seen the Bengals though, bro. Oh, wait, Welcome we to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> Dude, he, he looked good though. He looked really good. Joe, Joe Burrow's debut, he, obviously he had a couple he's got, rookie mistakes. He's got it. He passes the sniff test, Andy. He definitely, he definitely does have it. He's going to make a he, few mistakes, yep. but he is a fucking winner. Everybody's behind him. Everybody I don't know what him. it's supposed to smell like, but it smells like success. I mean, he passes the sniff test. I've, I've never smelled like it, so I really don't know no. what it's like. It. Um, it. Not it. It. Also, the emphasis on the I. It. Yeah, capital I, capital I, and it. He's got it, and you know who doesn't have it, Andy? Hit me, Baker Mayfield I does not have there. it, dude. He's done. Uh, Put oh, a fork uh, in him. He's done. Are you are you are you calling that right now in the Roll Blob podcast? Calling my shot. He's done. Ne- he's never going to be a franchise quarterback. He's done. He's done. He's just going to have a bunch of commercials, and then he's going to fucking flop. Which he's funny. He's got it on TV. He doesn't have it on the football he field. He does. Like, and he's got, like, he's got the gift with the mustache. And... Dude, he's funny. The, uh, the covering the furniture commercial is awesome. Now, that one's fucking hysterical. <laughs> it's I... going to go quicker with I'm both of us. That. Don't just stand there. I am all about that commercial. Dude, I think he's funny. He's cool. If he could play football, he'd be the perfect franchise quarterback. But the kid, if he could play he's football. A, he's a bona fide scrub. He can't play. It's not the personal with the brother whatsoever. He just can't play. <laughs> like I mean, I, like coming in, coming into his rookie season, I was a big Baker Mayfield guy. Like I love, I loved his arrogance. I loved the. I thought he was gonna he be good. The first season, I was like, okay, he, he's gonna. This be This is gonna take over. I mean, the rookie touchdown record in only thirteen games. Dude. But then the film gods came. And... Dude, it's a tender box in Cleveland, bro. <laughs> like, that whole thing is gonna blow up. I, I really think like they they. I mean, he's had three different coaches, four different coaches. Four in three four years. Four fucking coaches. Which, that's not his fault. That's some it's bullshit. Not. No, you need some, some consistency bullshit. as a franchise quarterback. I will which, say that he's better than if Tom Brady had been drafted by the Browns. If Tom oh, Brady shit, yeah. had been drafted by the Browns, he would have been fucking terrible. Like, the, the Browns have just straight up ruined so many great quarterbacks. But you know, I think Baker's ru- ruining himself. That too. But if Johnny Manziel had been drafted by the Patriots, he'd, you know, he'd be like a 20-year Pro Bowl. Like, oh, like it. The system for a quarterback is so, so important. Right. Like we we've seen it a thousand times where you know good to average court average to good quarterbacks they do really well. Like Tyrod Taylor nearly um, like he he led the Bills to their first playoff appearance in fucking yeah was it thir- seventeen years. Yep. Uh, and I mean he's not a good quarterback. No, nah, he's average at best. He's a bad starter, really good backup. Oh god, if if he's if he's your backup, then you're you're, then in a you're great chilling. Yeah, fantastic backup. And like, but, um, but dude, that whole Cleveland Brown thing is gonna fucking explode. Odell's pissed. They have all those egos, but it's tough because that roster is loaded. 
You have Njoku, Austin Hooper, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. They're loaded. And then on defense, you got Miles Garrett and uh, Denzel Ward. They're loaded. Make him fit – or not make him. Sorry, he's a stealer, unfortunately. Like, dude, they're loaded. Oh, loaded. Yeah, it's brutal. It, 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 I low-key feel bad for the Cleveland fans, but it's also the funniest shit of my entire life. Again, it's I like dating. It's like they deserve it, you know, like this year, like because they root their asses off for a terrible fucking team. Not saying Dayton's as bad as the Browns, but, like, they low-key deserve it because that fan base has they stayed with, with them it. thin and thin. I'd say thick and thin, but it's never been thick. Thin and thin, they stick with that roster. Thin and, and thinner. Uh, it just thin and thinner, bro. It never happens, and they low-key deserve it. But also, dude, your color scheme is burnt orange and brown. So you're, you're you just yourself. For mediocrity if you have that. Yeah. Like, look at dude, the Ravens. They leave Cleveland. I, I know, because they have better uniform. But they can we low-key say, like, the Browns release, quote-unquote, new uniforms every year, and they're never different. Like, new uniforms. They look the exact same. I don't get it. Uh, oh, every man. year. Like, the – uh, they're, they had this big reveal, like, was it last year? This yeah. big reveal, like, this new era. Uh, we got this new roster, new uniforms. And it was basically like, hey, man, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just change the answer so they can't really tell. Like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, Andy. What is this shit? I, I, I've never na- – like, the difference between the um, uniforms that Baker Mayfield's wearing are the exact same. It's like Braylon as, Edwards. And, um, like, fucking Tim Couch. Derek Anderson wore the same shit. Like, it's wild, bro. I don't get it, dude. And they, I think there's, like, one extra orange stripe, and it's, like, a little thinner on the shoulder pad. That's Okay. It. I didn't notice that. I'm sorry. I, I did it's not notice that. So, now so I changed my entire stupid. opinion. Figure it out or move to Anchorage. Yeah, I used to always get mad moving to Anchorage. They should move to Anchorage. Maybe they'll actually have a chance to do anything. The Browns to London? <laughs> Browns to London. Say less. Yeah, get. I just got to get out off the mistake on the lake. And then uh, the only other thing that I can decipher is that uh, Lamar Jackson's good at sports. Is he now? Hmm. He's yeah, I'd the say NFL that MVP, MVP is the good at sports. He's good at sports. You and it was just say. awesome to have football. I mean, there were the games weren't incredible. I mean, there were some close games, but it was just awesome to have football, man. I'm already out of my survivor pool, so, I mean, it's, it's a normal <laughs> football season. Who'd you roll with? I rolled with the Colts because, you know, they're playing the team that sold their fucking entire roster. Yeah, and, yeah, not a terrible pick. No, Philip Rivers shit the bed again. Philip Rivers is shitting the bed when you're down one score. Name a better combo. <laughs> That's all he does. Philip Rivers is the UC of clutch moments. And then how dumb do the fucking Texans look letting fucking uh, Hopkins go? Dude, he was fucking rolling. He and Kyler Murray would be fucking dangerous. His first game, I think he caught 14 balls. I would want to have him in a PPR leg. Kyler Murray's a problem too, dude. I will say, like, David Johnson did look low-key good. David Johnson looked awesome. Uh, I'm not going to say he didn't, but at the same time, though, a wide receiver that has another eight to ten years of shelf life is way better than a decent running back. And maybe just three. Got, running backs are so replaceable, DeAndre yeah. Hopkins is not. They don't have anywhere near the shelf life or the value that they used to have. It's not even close. Oh, God, yeah. like, like, uh, honestly, like, unless, unless you are Joe Mixon, Derrick Henry – Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb. Honestly, bro, even the great ones, bro, they're going to get – like, I worry about, like, Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey. Like, they're awesome. But it's like, how many more years does Zeke have of getting 350 carries a season? Um, Maybe three? He probably has – he probably does have two or three left of 
the being the workhorse that he is. Uh, but like even Todd Gurley, like oh my god, dude! But Gurley's nowhere near the same player he used to be. He was like close. He got no, that big extension and died off. Now he got then he got released. Like, I know. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's like still DeMarco productive, Murray. but he's not the same player, and he's like not even old at all. No, he's not old. Like, no. old, like running back lifespans, I'd say on average are like three years. Yeah, I'd say you you honestly, bro. They don't even really have like a rookie, like a a buildup. It's like you're like Saquon Barkley, you get dropped into the league, you're really good, and you get five, 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 six really good seasons. Right. Yeah. I mean. You see a guy like Chris Johnson, who was, like, the biggest guy. Uh, he was, like, the biggest name. Then DeMarco Murray was taken over in, in Dallas. Like, two years yeah. later, yeah. you didn't hear anything about him. Like, they're oh. so reliant on their offensive line, and, like, they just get hit every fucking play. So, they just get beat up and slow down. Dude, like, it's, it's brutal, man. Like, it's absolutely – running back position is so tough. And that's why when, when you have a chance to get them – like, Le'Veon Bell, it's not, not what I would have done. But if you have a chance to go get the money, man, you got you got to go take it because you have a five to seven years. Did you hear how pissed Le'Veon Bell was? Oh, dude, that dude, that Adam Gase Le'Veon Bell drama is real. I love that it. Is a, I hate oh Adam Gase God. so much. Yeah, he's the worst. And like, there, that whole thing is just a nightmare, dude. The Jets are, the Jets are just the uh, the Browns of the East Coast. I, I'd agree with that. Um, because like they're terrible. The the reason that um, Le'Veon Bell chose. The Jets is because Jamal Adams was like, "Hey man, we got something special coming over here. Come to New York, let's get it done." And then a year later, he demanded a trade. Exactly. <laughs> and now, now, now Le'Veon Bell's just stranded. Yeah, I know, dude. I feel so bad for Le'Veon because that is a fucking absolute shit show of a roster. It, they're a nightmare. All right, and I got two more points. One, can we put some respect on the football team? The Washington football team—they are here to stay. Washington football team. I hated the Raiders. I love the football team. I'm here for it. You mean you hated the Redskins? <laughs> did I say Raiders? You did. Yeah, you did. Damn it. <laughs> that happened. The Raiders. Not the Raiders. Not going to pretend to be a pro. Oh, dude, how, how much did you cream in your pants the first time you heard the three greatest minutes from Chris Boomer? From, from Chris fucking Vernon Boomer. <laughs> when you hear the music, he does all the highlights, bro. Oh my god, I was dying. So all right, good. So, um, like back when I was younger, that was the first time I experienced an erection, and I kind of felt like that little kid again. Dude, I love that he's not that he's not gone. He's never going. He's never going. He's never no. leaving. He's like Dickie no. B. He's just gonna come back. I love him so much. And then, and then, and then, and then. Wow, bro. It was, a, it was a really good football weekend. I would say my number one thing that stuck out to me was Mr. Aaron Rodgers, the bad man. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. That was wild, dude. He, I think he's pissed off. I think he's going to have a pretty good season. He, like, he's, deter- he's determined as fuck. Like they dre- yeah. they, oh, my God. He is so pissed at the fucking Packers right now, and I love it. It's just going to drive him to do better. As he should be. Oh yeah, like you cannot. Tell. He needed offensive line and receivers, and instead they trade up to get his replacement. Are you fucking yeah, that, dumb? That was wild. <laughs> he, I'm gonna say right now, he is gonna drag Marquez Valdez Scantling to the fucking promised land. Whatever, he, whatever he's got, he's dragging it. Like, he's a bad um, man. Valdez Scantling would not one. That's an all-time name. 
fantastic. Um, two, like, he would not be like he would not be a number one or two receiver on just about any other team. But Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is fucking taking him to the moon. It's so bad. I'm low-key rooting for Aaron Rodgers. I'm not a huge Rodgers fan, but low-key this season I am because he got fucking snubbed by that franchise. I, I, love, so, I, I just love determined players. Yeah, that's, that's a cool like story. And a fucking mission. Last thing I need, I need New England fans to shut the fuck up. And we're like, oh, going Tom, to, Tom Brady was playing the Saints. You're playing the fucking Dolphins. Relax. Right. Like, fucking relax. And Cam looked good. I'm not going to say he did. I think he's going to be good. Not great, but I got them at 9-7-ish. and seven-ish. But, okay, Tom was playing the fucking Saints. Let's chill. And, like, you know, can't they ever think that, you know, two things can be true? Yeah, exactly. Tom Brady was helped by the system, but he's also a great fucking quarterback. There's <laughs> exactly. a reason he won five championships in 20 years. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I can't stand Patriots fans. They're still the worst. I, I know. Yeah, I know. No, it's all black and white, Andy. Are you cool with football, Andy? Anything else you want to talk about? And no, just except we're recording this on Wednesday. I cannot wait to beat the fuck out of the Browns tomorrow. Um, if I'm wrong, I mean, honestly, I'm gu- I'm guaranteeing a win. Guaranteeing yeah, a win I for don't... the for the um, Bengals tomorrow. They'll hear this on Friday, so we'll see how well this ages. I yeah. might get my I might get eaten alive for this. At will take this post. Yeah, get it ready. You you know where I stand on things, but give me the Bengals. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals too. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it the cap seal of approval, but I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, you're, you're willing to approval. put your reputation on it. I'm not. And I'll put I'll put it on. My, I'll put my name on it. Bengals. All right. One go, finishing one and one this week, Thursday night. night prime time. Wait, where, where's the game? Oh, Cleveland? It's in Cleveland. Okay. No, oh, you're in the dog pound. Into the dog pound. I hope someone does a fake uh fake dog dog pound uh like like Chad Johnson did back in the day where he jumped in the dog pound. Oh hell yes! Things. And they that poured beer awesome. on him. Yeah, that was fantastic. I miss Chad so much. That was the best. And are you ready to move on to the NBA a little bit? We had a big NBA night yesterday. Man. So game one was game or the first game of the night was game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, Celtics Heat. And uh, I don't know where your rooting interest is, Andy. I'm a huge Heat guy in the series. I'm a huge. Give me some fucking great ass basketball, guys. That's so fair. I don't care who the fuck wins this series. It's just it's gonna be a good series though. Oh, like if any if last night was any indication of how. The rest of the series is going to go. Sign me the fuck up. I will drop out of school right now so Dude. I can watch every single minute of every single game. <sighs> Unreal Man. game. I thought the refs did a decent job of staying out of the way. A, a couple of shitty calls. Um, but holy fuck, is Jimmy Butler a bad dude? Jimmy Butler, he's a winner. He's a straight he's up winner. There's a, a reason dude. it did not work out in Philly and Minnesota. Because he's you know a winner got 10 and they're not. Balls too, dude. Is Tyler Hero. Tyler, like, he's always had it. Like, he's, he's, he's kind of been a, I'm massive a five-star recruit and underdog, but he started yeah. as, as a four-star recruit and then just worked his ass off and made him – and just showed the world that, oh, I'm a five-star. Ended up being a first-round pick. He was not even supposed to really start on UK's team. And he turned, yeah. ended up being a first-round pick. And he's just soaring into the NBA. Like, he's, I'm here and I'm here to fucking stay. And He's awesome, dude. The Heat are just loaded with a bunch of really, really likable, solid players. And they're um, all young, too. Yeah, like, I love they that have roster. such great young talent. I love that roster. And, man, one of the one of the best young talents in the NBA with the block at the end, Bam Adebayo. That man. block was fucking insane. I that, thought it was going to break his fucking wrist watching that replay. That brought me off my couch. Like, I was yeah, just that was like, fucking I, insane. 
So I thought Tatum got it. I thought Tatum oh. got there. I saw Tatum then, rise up, and I thought he was fucking banging that shit. Because I was literally, like, right before that happened, I remember uh, saying, like, you know, Jason Tatum is going to show how much of a dog he is. Cause he, I think like, he's the he best player in the series, the but shit. Yeah. I, I think he's – if I could pick one player to have in that series, I'd pick Tatum. I think uh, between the ears, I would want Jimmy Butler, but I think the most talented player is Jason Tatum. And, I, yeah, he went up. I was like, oh, shit, he's banging that shit. The, the Celtics got the ball to the right guy. Yeah, Absolutely got the ball to the right guy. And then – but Bam Adebayo just showed why he is first-team all-defense. That was just a – Jason Tatum, one of the best young stars in the NBA, being blocked by one of the best young defensive stars in the NBA. Like, that was just a matchup that you just dream of in a playoff exactly. game. Exactly. Exactly, man. That was awesome, man. And then in game two, best two words in sports, game seven. Game seven. I mean, I gave the Nuggets next to no shot. And not because I believe in playoff P, but just because of my belief in Kawhi Leonard. I thought Kawhi was going to do a lot better, but they both choked. and it just I would have never guessed that. If you had told me playoff P was going to choke, I mean, I would – obviously, I would have said the same thing. But I would have never thought Kawhi would go out like that. I mean, I'm not – I'm honestly not shocked because, I mean, much like – the Bengals, they're the L.A. Clippers. They have a brand. Their brand yeah, is losing in the Yeah, but that's like if the Bengals the brought, like, prime Tom Brady to town, and then we shit the bed in the first or second round. We brought A.J. Green to town. Yeah, but he was a rookie. That's yeah. not – that's nowhere near the same thing. That is true. But, uh, I, I mean, I, Ka- Kawhi – Kawhi dragged the fucking Raptors past the Warriors last season for a fucking championship. Kawhi was the only superstar on that entire Raptors roster, and he dragged that team to a fucking championship. Yeah, um, and that was also due to incredible coaching, a great, a great system, but and guys that bought into that system. I mean, Kawhi has three Pascal finals. Siakam was awesome last year. Siakam was awesome, but you saw what Siakam was when he was the best player this year, and that was nothing. He completely shrunk. In, in the playoffs in his series, in his elimination series against the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, luckily, luckily they had um, they had um, Lowry. So and Lowry's good, but Lowry's not another all not another all star in my opinion. I no, mean Lowry I, Lowry should not be the number two player on the championship team. I I, th- I think we saw why Nick Nurse is the coach. Nick Nurse Nick Nurse is like the he man. is going to have such a great career, and the Raptors need to lock him up now. But Kawhi did what we had never seen anyone do, and that was leave to go somewhere else and win a championship in your first season. And he was without another superstar on that roster, which is, is fucking insane. Last year, Kawhi was the best player in the world. Like, no question. So that, I think that to me is a shock, and he just is always so consistent. And um, I think he's generally considered a top five NBA player. So for him to bow out to Jokic and Murray, and I know that they're both on the come up, I think Murray is – really, 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 really on the come up. I think Jokic is still their best player, but Murray, I mean, he's ascending as much as anyone in the NBA right now. They, like, Murray is just he, he was everybody incredible. to look out. He was incredible. And, and for you to have the defensive stoppers that the Clippers have, and that was my thing with the Clippers, just the – they have Lou Williams and Pat Bev. They have literally everything you could ever fucking want on a roster. I'm not, I'm not huge on Pat Bev. I, think I mean, awesome. he's a crackhead, but at the same time, like, he's really fucking good on defense. He's an absolute stopper, and he's not, he doesn't, he's not a liability on offense either. And he's, he's definitely not a liability. I mean, he was the centerpiece in the Chris Paul trade. So, but he's one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA. I think Marcus Smart is exactly who Pat Bev thinks he is. Yeah, that's and fair. Marcus Smart's getting really fucking good. He, he is. And it's, it, it didn't, he didn't, like, make the instant impact that 
everybody thought he was going to make out make out of Oklahoma State, but he has developed oh, into a, an absolute dime piece on the dude. Court. The Celtics, man, and Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's getting so much better. Each and every are, year, the Celtics like, are going to be really, really good for a long time. Are you would think we about Kemba Walker right now? I think Brad Stevens is amazing. I don't think they have a lot of huge egos on that roster. I think they're going to be really good for a long time. For for a while, because they got like their their biggest pieces are young. Exactly. Like, they really, they really just need a a dominant center because I I don't know. I think Feast is a good like he's backup, hot, but he's, he's not. Right, but he's not. But also, guy. I feel like the center position is losing a lot of value in the NBA. It is, and Feast like, is learning how to shoot threes. So I mean, there are tons of might, good teams. That, I mean, the Lakers don't have a great center. They really barely even have a center. <laughs> the Clippers didn't have a great center. You know what I mean? So it's like the a lot. Of, I I just think the league is run by wings and then really really good guards. It's a guards league. Like a stretch four is so valuable. Oh, the stretch four is huge. It's I, I love the Nuggets, man. Like they're I freaking love the Nuggets. Good luck to Anthony Davis, though. I mean the stuff that Jokic was doing. I mean it, Jokic was awesome. I mean getting in the paint, making people make decisions. He's so tough to guard, but good luck against Anthony Davis because the Clippers, as good as they are, they have no one like Anthony Davis. It's, it's going to be Jamal, like Jamal Murray's going to have to really step it up um, for them to beat the Lakers. Uh, Jamal Murray, though, I feel like defensively, I mean, for him on the offensive end, though, I feel like he's going to have a little bit of an easier time because I don't know who's going to guard him on the Lakers. Uh, I mean, they'll probably switch off between, like, KCP and Danny Green, uh, maybe a little but bit I, of Rondo. And, um, but I feel like not Pat Bev is much more of a problem on defense than any of those guys. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, just my – that's my opinion. We'll you know, you know my if... uh, hatred of KCP, of how um, he does not belong on an <laughs> NBA roster. He's had a roster. couple good games, though. He's had a yeah, like, oh, I've seen him make a couple it. threes. Oh, <laughs> he it. fucking sucks. Get out of here. He is, he yeah, is garbage. He 20 points a game with the Pistons. He is garbage. Oh, he does not belong on an NBA roster anymore. Come on, He is Andy. fucking garbage. He honestly wasn't that good at Georgia. That's ridiculous, bro. No. He's not great, but he belongs on a roster. Let's no. let's quit with the cap here. No, he like he has no oh. absolutely no role on a fucking roster right now. Oh my! Like goodness. you can have Danny Green do much like do ex- do the exact same oh, thing yeah, on defense. I'd have Danny Green, but Danny Green's really good. And, he doesn't like KCP stars over him. But I think Danny Green gets more valuable minutes. Like, it, it it makes absolutely no sense. Oh, the cap is real tonight. No. Oh, God. No. KCP oh. fucking sucks. He is. Oh, stop. I, there, there's, I, I watch him play, and I just cringe. One, I'm his here, shot I'm is here awful. For the take. I'm here for the take, but oh, my goodness. His, his shot is awful. He has absolutely no offensive ability, and you can find a defender who's just as good. There is no reason to pay him money. Oh, the cap is real. Like, for a team that uh, does not, like, I kept saying it. I know, like, there's a little bit of an agenda I've been trying to push is if KCP can be a starter, Trayvon Blewett belongs on a roster. Now that I don't disagree with. Like, there is no reason that KCP has more value than Trayvon Blewett. Bro, he's living with 10 points of four or five shooting, bro. What's wrong with that? Quit hating on, man. Oh, my God. Like, he has more air balls than made threes I've seen. Quit slandering, man. <laughs> the case, I was not expecting the, uh, to have to shield off some KCP hate tonight. <laughs> that was, that was not have have you seen my tweets about him? We did not talk about this in the, in the, in the pre-show uh, meeting. No, we didn't. But this was not discussed. But that, that's awesome. We'll, we'll, we'll do a, uh, a full battle on, on KCP. Honestly, like if, I'm, if I'm people want to – 
If people want to roast me about it or d- debate with me, then I'm all for it. I got time. I'll go to bat, ACP. I'll go to bat. But, uh, but man, we Murray's turned into a superstar in front of our eyes, in my opinion. That dude fucking look nasty. Out. I can't Absolutely wait to see what And I honestly I would, think the Nuggets, they might be one of the most complete teams dude, in the league right now. Oh, my God, in that future. I mean, I, as much as I think Michael Porter Jr. is kind of a moron, he, he's a really good basketball player. And then you I look was so at, like, nervous about him. Like, um, like, him coming off a back injury and getting drafted 14th. And he really didn't do much all season. And then all of a sudden, the bubble, like, he is fully healthy now. And, like, he is a force to be reckoned with. And without him, they don't make it this far. I mean, that, that's just how, like, complete of a team. If you take any of these guys off, they probably don't make it. Their team is – honestly, they're really good, bro. And then even, like, their, their like, auxiliary pieces, bro. Like, I love, like, Gary Harris and Will Barton and Jeremy Grant. Like, they're just some good dudes. Gary Harris is awesome. Like, they've, they've just got, like, a bunch of really solid players on that roster. And then you look down the line, man. If, like, if MPJ and Bull Bull can develop, holy shit. That like, roster is young, bro. I'm all for a Jokic at the point guard and Bull Bull at the center. <laughs> like, because like, Jokic is just a complete – he's an absolute complete player. I mean, he's not going to be – definitely not the most athletic, but he is, he is so crafty. Like if he's not if he can't power through, he's just gonna go over you. He's so fucking good, dude. His and punch I think, is incredible. And we talk about the it factor, bro. Murray's got it by the fucking ass load. He's got so much it he doesn't even know what to do with it. And ever ever since that um, Instagram story, he has been on a tear. <laughs> My man, get see the, he he showed Daniel House the blueprint. That's how you do it. <laughs> okay, uh. My ex-girlfriend um, went to school with that girl. Oh, my fucking went to, God. They went to high school together. She's a Northern Kentucky girl. That's fucking fantastic, bro. Way to represent, girl. Way to represent. Pride and joy. Nice work. Doing the home state proud. But it, it's going to be some fun series, man. I think you're looking at I think you're looking at Lakers-Celtics, but I'm much more confident in the Lakers than I am in the Celtics. Much I more confident. And, I mean, I hate to make it about this, but – Lakers Celtics is just absolute destiny. Yeah, Lakers. it'd be awesome. I really want Lakers Heat personally, but Lakers Celtics would be fucking fantastic. Honestly, any series would be fucking fantastic. I, well, honestly, it's the perfect four the, yeah. um, that are left. Like, I mean, I, I think I do think the and I'm I'm willing to say this: the Nuggets Lakers would be a better series than the Nuggets and then the Lakers Clippers. You think? Not talent wise, but overall basketball quality, like. The, the Clippers are just an ugly team out there. I low-key think the Clippers were saving it for Western Conference Finals because they were up, like, 21 in game five or six, up 16 last night. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I think the Clippers were the better team, and I don't really think that that would be disputed, but they weren't down the stretch. I mean, when they needed the buckets, bro, they faded. They, um, they crumbled, think, completely crumbled. I, I think the Clippers have a much higher ceiling. I, I think – I, I just don't know how much of a chance I'm giving Denver, but it's going to be fucking fun. And I don't know who guards Murray. I, I just I, – Murray could be on guard. I don't know who guards Murray. I don't know who guards Davis. That's honestly going to be a, an incredible chess match. Unless LeBron just wants to go out of his way to guard, <laughs> to guard Murray himself. Which, I mean, he can guard all five positions. So, sure. like, I mean, he that, can, that would he work. Once, but I don't know if he's going to do that. I don't know if he's going to want to chase Murray around. And Murray, like, because not only does he shoot so quickly – like he has such a quick trigger, dude. He can stop on a dime. Right, he's so nasty. Like he, he's, he 
torched Kawhi on that step back. No, he's he's he, and when it, dude, and when he's going, he's unguardable. I mean, he'll make it from literally anywhere. It's insane. Oh God, yeah, I mean, it is so much it's fun insane. to watch. But it's gonna be fun down the stretch, man. I'm just hoping that whoever comes out of the East is ready to bring it because I could see the finals being really, really tough. Like the Lakers right now are by far the favorite of anyone. I mean, oh God, yeah. If the, if the Clippers were here, they were a lot of people's preseason favorites to win it. And they definitely have the talent when you look at the roster. But they right did, they now, did have the talent. That's what, right like, now, by a mile. The, the reason I say the, the Nuggets are going to be a better series for the Lakers than the um, Clippers is just because, one, they're up, to, they're up for the challenge. They are – like, they're not going to crumble in, uh, in crunch time. Been, ooh, I, I, I don't know. But, but the, I, the Nuggets are more complete. The Nuggets deserve to win, man. I mean, they were down 3-1. The Clippers, there's just no business for that team giving up that series, bro. Like They shouldn't have. So they are far more talented. Way more talented. It's not really even close. I mean, the Nuggets are on the come up, but good Lord. I mean, that Clippers roster is loaded. Absolutely loaded. But, they they so made all those moves and ended up in the same spot. Huge disappointment for them, but I, I hope someone just ready to, to take it to the Lakers, man. Like, I'm, I want LeBron to win, but uh, I just want some good basketball. It, it, but, I think we do, we deserve some great basketball right now. Absolutely, but uh, after, I think, after all the waiting, I think we pretty much covered the NBA, man. Unless you have anything else. I mean, there's there's really nothing left. I mean, we got uh, um, game two tomorrow night, and game one of the Western Conference Finals tomorrow night. I really just come out with a fucking gut punch. Like I just hope they come out ready to fucking rumble. Let's get it on. Let's go, man. You ready? You ready to crack the beers open? Oh, uh, man. Let me go get another one. It's time to jack ass, my guy. It is time to jack that ass. All right. <laughs> You're damn right. Andy, why don't you tell me what the topic is tonight? So, our amazing topic tonight. I am so excited for it. And I'm honestly excited to hear everybody else's. It is the top 10 coaches in college basketball, past and present. Of who we would want on our side in a fight. You're damn right it is. Let's Man, fucking go. I am so fucking pumped for this one. This is going to be a good one. You ready to kick it off? Uh, I'm ready. All right. So, who I have first is I have Tim Floyd out of UTEP. <laughs> Tim Floyd. <laughs> I'm here for it. Tell me why. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> he became so angry that he got ejected from a game and escorted off the course, the court by police officers. And like I said, like he's he's already known as being a scary coach. And but like he had to be, uh, he got so mad after being ejected that I like, he he damn near exploded. Like he. I, I, after I saw the video, I thought he might pull out a knife and stab someone. Like they were legitimately concerned for someone's safety. They had to get police officers. I'm awesome. all for it, and he's just a little fireball. That's so, awesome. I'm I'm here for it. Everything's bigger in Texas. Everything is bigger in El Paso, Texas Western. So before I give you number ten, I got to give you number three hundred, and that's Mick Cronin himself. That like there, there's a guy right there that if he were my partner in a fight, I just punch him. Yeah, no one wants Mick Cronin on their sides. I'd honestly um, turn on him, uh, turn on him, and just join the other guys. 
That's how I'm going to survive. <laughs> Fucking Mick Cronin. So number 10, I have a tie. And I didn't want to have a cop-out. But I have a tie between Brad Underwood and Jamie Dixon. Ooh, Brad okay. Underwood, just for the face. <laughs> Jamie Dixon, I feel like he's just a scrapper, man. Anyone with slick back hair gets an automatic five bonus points on a fight. And uh, he's been slicking it back since, like, 2002. <laughs> I just feel like Jamie Dixon, I just feel like he's got the scrap in him. I don't know. I look at the, I look in his eyes, I'm like, oh, he's got the scrap. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, and, he, and he's, kind of, he's kind of a big dude. Like, he's not, yeah, he's oh, not he's short. No, so, he's short not and, I mean, tall and slick back hair. Like, that's, that's a force right. we reckoned with. Like, 10 years ago, give me Patino all day. Oh, God, yes. Even, oh, even, man. even Steve Lavin 10 years ago. Absolutely. Even Steve Lavin right now. Oh, oh, oh you want <laughs> – is that on your list? Or are we going to find no. out? No, he was number 11. He's number really 11? Close. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, who you got at nine? All right, nine, I have Sean Woods out of Moorhead State. <laughs> You're going with some deep cuts, bro. I love it. <laughs> so, and like, he, he just looks intimidating, not even going to uh-huh. lie. Um, but then he also got suspended for one game after he shoved a player in a game. Oh my He's god! So he, he, looks like he looks like a psychopath. <laughs> oh, that's great! Bro. I love Give it. Give me him. We're gonna kick some ass. All right, yeah, Andy and Woods. All right, it can be Andy and Woods versus Cap and Roy Williams. Oh, good old Roy, dude. I, I love me some good old Roy. I feel like I feel like good old Roy don't play no shit. He's got like the nice like Southern boy exterior, but good old Roy don't play no shit, man. Give me, give me Roy all day, man. You know the boys from the South know how to freaking get down. Oh, I, I forgot about the South part. Damn, yeah, I, I that, that, that's a that's a good detail. Good catch, yeah, there, yeah, Cap. yeah. Roy, man, give me Roy all day. I, I like our chances. All right, so my number eight, I have Jay Wright for two reasons. One, the slick back hair. Of course, always adds points. And two, with his suit. You know he's got the mob on his side. So oh, if you have Jay Wright, you also have the mafia. So spoiler alert: I have Jay Wright on my list as well. A little later on. Oh but damn! Before damn. before I get into it, there I just feel like Jay Wright. I'm not even really there for just Jay Wright himself. I feel like he would just snap his fingers and have like five dudes with shanks roll up and just you know you're good to go. That's exactly Jay Wright it. Doesn't fight his, Jay Wright doesn't fight his own battles. No, you, no think he, you think you think he can risk getting that hair messed up? Not a chance. That suit, that suit ain't seeing a speck of dust or a speck of blood on it. No chance. So, yeah, you, look, you just look over at Jay Wright. He gives a little hand signal. And then, just you know, you look in the shadow. There's like eight dudes just ready to freaking throw down. A bunch of, of henchmen-looking dudes. One's got a baseball bat. One's got a yeah. um, Swiss Army knife. <laughs> exactly. And you're just standing there. And, you know, you and, and, Jay, you and Jay are just chilling. Uh, Jay Wright's just got a toothpick and he's flipping a coin. Yeah, you're talking about which Italian restaurant you're going to after the game. <laughs> Who, whose kids are going to recruit? I'm definitely going to Camperosos. All right, number eight. Are you ready for number eight? I'm ready for your number eight. We got Bruce Pearl. And I'm not a Bruce Pearl fan, per se. But that dude's just a little fireball, man. Like, I'll throw down with him, though, you know? He's, he's always red, which means you know what? He's got emotion <laughs> and passion. He is determined. He's not the only one. He's not the only one. Uh, but, uh, but I feel like Bruce, I feel like Bruce throws down. Bruce goes down, and he's got the energy, you know. Like he's just, he just got that, you know. I feel like he can fight for like an hour. I could do this all day, Captain America type deal. 
like not only is he like that fireball, that little ball, but he's a ball of energy. Like he is like the Energizer Bunny. Like it's gonna take a while. Like he's just gonna keep That's wailing on you before, uh, like before he's done. That's what I'm saying. Who you got, bro? All right, number seven. All right. Um. So originally I had Bob Huggins here, but okay. I realized that he takes three steps and he has a heart attack. So. He is out of my list. He is an honorable mention for the for the 2000 like early 2000s Bob Huggins. He'd be way up at the top, but he has not since fallen off. I have Jerry Tarkanian. Oh, okay, very good. And that might be a little hypocritical, but he because he may be old, but you just take one look into his eyes. Yeah, and, I don't want any problems. Uh, yeah, you, you just walk away. Uh, you do not want to fuck with him. He may be small, he may be old, but that dude has fire, and Couldn't I swear more. he may be possessed. Couldn't agree more. That's a very good one, Eddie. Very good. All right, bro. Number seven, I got the legend himself, Gene Cady. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I don't want any Gene Cady problems at all to this day. Even still, he's still a unit. He still goes to a bunch of Purdue games. Still a, still a unit. I just can't even look at the man, honestly. I, I, Gene Cady I, I, I have an inferior, inferiority complex um, when looking at a guy like that. So, I mean, because, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty small guy. Um, I really can't. I, I, need, I need the big boys on my side. If he's not on my side, I'm fucking running. I, dude, just looking at Gene Cady, I'd be like, I don't know <laughs> if I really want to do this. I'm, I'm just going to go home and rethink my life. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, bro. Who you got? All right. Six, I have Tommy Izzo. Oh, that's a good one, man. I, I definitely thought about putting Tom on there. And, and like – for, for kind of the same reason you have Bruce Pearl. Like, he's a short, fiery guy. He's also got the slick back hair at times. So, like, you, just know, you see that shine on his head and the redness in the face that you just you just walk away. Like, I don't care if you have an, an AR-15 or your own fist. You are not fucking with Tom Izzo when he's on fire. And then you take one look at me. I mean, I, when I have a cutoff and you see my toothpick arms – like that, along with Tom Izzo, you're fucked. Absolutely, bro. That, it, Tom Izzo's a really good one. Okay, so here's my sixth spot. This is where I had Jay Wright. You know, Mr. Snappy Fingers and dudes roll up. Okay. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – this is my first off the bench, though. I'm going Sean Miller. Ooh. Because before the fight even starts, he's going to be covered in sweat. <laughs> Who wants to fight the guy covered in sweat? That's disgusting, yeah. He'll slip, he'll slip off everybody, bro. He's untouchable. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, exactly. So, I, yeah, I feel like Sean Miller would be a problem, bro. I, I wouldn't want to fight that guy. Because, yeah, you know he'd have that white T-shirt on. You can already see through it. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, yellow you now. See, yeah, you can already see his nipples. I'm like, I'm not fighting that fucking guy. Well, yeah, you don't want to fight a guy whose nipples you can see. No, that, I'm just, that's just not worth it. Well, um, do you think uh, Sean Miller's nipples are pierced? That that add an int- intimidation factor. I like to think they are. I like to think I dream about them being pierced. Actually, I know they're not because I was there fan way too long and saw through his shirt way too many times. Okay. <laughs> I would have known. <laughs> he wears white way too much. He did. How much that man sweats. For a guy that's like, – the only thing that would be worse if you wore gray all the time. Oh, my dude. Gray and sweat, dude. Worst combination of have all time. Have you ever time. done that? Like, accidentally worn – like, I've accidentally oh. worn, like, a um, – The worst. A gray shirt when I was, like, hanging out with a girl for the first time. And <laughs> bad decisions, Andy. Got to think Huge. through. <laughs> Never to move. No, Never I, got, to I move. got rid of all my all my gray shirts after that. Yeah, it had to be done. We've all had a gray shirt moment, Andy. You're, you're not. Oh God, yeah. Now gray pants. Yeah. 
that too. Well, it's all, it's almost you know gray sweatpants season. Oh, oh we're getting there. Uh, Ladies love it. You wear gray sweatpants. I'm excited. I'm excited to pull out. If only I had anything that they'd, that they'd get excited about. Yeah, I mean, neither of us have any of that. But uh, <laughs> we we're not JP Carly Snow out here. No, no, dude, we we, we can't pull like him. No. All right, bro. Who you got next? All right, so we just did um, six, right? Correct. All right. Why do we just start fucking talking about gray sweatpants? Holy shit. Because we like to party, man. <laughs> um, this is a real Bob freaking podcast, man. You better wake the fuck up. Fucking tangents. <laughs> oh, <laughs> roll Bob podcast, pro gray sweatpants. <laughs> it's the Catalina wine mixer. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. All right, number five. Who you got? I got Slick Rick. So I did oh, get Patino in mine. Really? Oh, no, Rick Patino. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. Oh, no. no like, <laughs> I was, I'd love to have Rick Brewing on my side. I was, he just had, like, some snarky-ass comment, and they would just sit there and, like, ponder it. And realize, oh, right, shit, bro. that was funny as fuck. I know. So, all right, so you get Rick Brewing or uh... – or Rick Pitino, and I get the other one. We'll, we'll throw down. Oh, okay. All right, we'll get or that set up. Both, or you and me versus both Ricks, whichever one you'd rather have. Um, are you so ready we, for we me get, to die? We would get slaughtered. We would get slaughtered. <laughs> I, that, that's, like, that's like challenging John Fanta to a golf match. <laughs> you think Fanta's good at golf? No, I'm about to find out. I hope so. Are you good at golf? I feel like you are. Um, I, I posted a video of me hooking one into the, into the other fairway. I've seen you drive. I mean, I feel like you're probably a pretty good golfer. And I, I hit, I hit it far. Is if I hit it straight, it's great. Like the other, the other day when I was out there, um, I had an, I reached a par five in two strokes, but I ended up three putting to par it. So it was, it was about to be the most magical hole of my life. That was followed <laughs> by straight disappointment. The most magical hole of your life. Love to yeah, see it. The most magical hole of my entire life. <laughs> No cap there. You don't have to tell me what that's like. And, uh, once I experience it, because remember, those all, right. all, all disappointment got real soft real quick. Yeah, we'll see. I, you ever seen 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yes. Only, only, about, only about 14 years to go, bro, so we're, we're getting there. And, and four, 14 years oh, – so almost, 13 years and 11 months. Not to brag. There. All right, bro, you ready for number five over here? Yeah, let's go for it. I am <laughs> number five. With a, a guy that threatened to kill John Calipari, I have John Chaney, Temple old Temple coach. <laughs> that you know, it's it's for the uh, for the young bucks. You got to do your research. There's an old press conference when they were in, in, a, in a, a conference called the Atlantic Ten. Uh, John, whoa, whoa, John, whoa! Tell me about that conference. Never well, heard of it. Long story. Long story. Not it's a big major from from years gone by. Yeah. Uh, John Chaney was coaching Temple, and uh, Calipari was at UMass, and obviously they didn't like each other. And during John Calipari's post-game press conference, John Chaney walks in and goes, "I'll kill you!" And they had to they had to restrain him and, and just drag him out. So anyone that's threat that's willing to do that, I feel like can absolutely scrap. And he just looks like a scary dude. Honestly, I would and, love to see that fight right there. Oh my god, it would have been a freaking classic. That's Chaney versus Calipari. Calipari bro. That is young Calipari, bro. That was back in the day. Yeah, yeah, like, um, that one. like 90s Calipari. Yeah, that was a different dude. Yeah, that was Marcus Camby Calipari. That's a good one. So if you're willing to threaten to kill another guy on national television. Uh, <laughs> I want you, on, I want you yeah. on my side. Yeah, you're you're fighting on, with me. 
come on over here for the fighting caps. Let's go. I want to play for that guy. Mm-hmm. Helps recruiting. Me too. If I was a 90s basketball player, I would have committed. Oh, God, yeah. Like, if, if honestly, I'm willing to say, like, I don't, I don't remember exactly which year it was, but if I'm Marcus Canby and, Mar- and Calipari didn't drop that bag on me, I'm going to chain you right there. One well, on the spot. <laughs> Absolutely on the spot. Love it, bro. Who you got at number four? All right, number four, I had John Chaney. Um, no way. I, yeah. I, didn't think you, I didn't think you'd know John Chaney. Oh, dude, hell yeah. Dude, that, okay. that, that right. story is incredible. But gonna I'm going to go like ahead that. and you go knew the with. Story. Yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't know the story. All right. I was, yeah. I was gonna say I, I thought you would, but I was like, oh, it doesn't sound like he knows it. So I got. I, I was so I was just letting you go off because it was your thing. And um, it's just a great story. But um, number four, I'm gonna switch it up and go with a different John. I'm gonna go with John Thompson. Nice dude. Very very nice. Like honestly, he's like we we've talked about it before. Like he's one of the um, nicest, easiest talk to guys, but he also goes out on a limb for the guys he cares about. So if he's on fight, shit, fight like if someone if someone came at me, oh, he's a big dude. He would just he would start fucking wailing. Uh, he, he's he, my number two. He, he he's my number two. Get, oh get shit! Really? Yeah, dude. John Thompson, dude, is as scary a guy in college basketball I've ever seen. Big like big dude. Bro. If you piss him off, then or like threaten he someone he cares about, he's not fucking around. You're I would if he die. had a daughter, I would never even think about dating her. No, no, let's just say that. No, couldn't. Not, not even a consideration. Not even a consideration. <laughs> Can you imagine, uh, like, um, dating his daughter and then meeting her dad for the first – not knowing who he is, meeting <laughs> her dad for the first time, and you just shake his hand, and, like, his hand eats your hand. Like and... that spider coming moment where it's like the vulture is her dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Especially, like, all the Georgetown slander we have. Like, oh, we're screwed. Dude, if, if if he ever, like, if I was to date John Thompson's daughter and he had listened to this podcast, um, oh. I might oh. as well just go on, go on, go ahead and cut off my own dick and drive. Rip Andy. Me. Rip Andy. Yeah. Rip Andy. Rip. I got to find a new co-host. <laughs> Don't date. No That's all. Don't do it. Okay, Andy. At number four. I got a th- I got a pretty good one here, and it's just mostly facial, facial expressions alone, and that's Leonard Hamilton. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm I'm mad I, I just, didn't think of that. I look at I look in his eyes, and I'm like, I do not want problems. <laughs> I right. do not want problems. And now I, I might be willing to coach against the man, but I'm not willing to fight the man. Not even a little. <laughs> that, that that describes one of my future ones. <laughs> he does not age. No, he doesn't. Like, he's I don't almost, know how old he is. Dude. I, I think he's, he's probably, like, you know, 42. No, dude, I'm telling you he's in his late 50s. There's no way. No, he's 42. I'm, t- 42. I'm telling you. 42. No, I'm 42. telling you. Nope. Late uh, 50s. No. Shocking. Nope. Like, I graduated with him in high school. Mm-mm. Yeah. I know he's, he's one of those, bro. Does not crack. <laughs> Does not crack. He's got that. He's, he's got that. Uh, just does does not does not age. He's got that carry underwood disease. Dude, oh my god, you're gonna shit your pants. All right, I, just, I looked up his age. <laughs> this man was born in 1948. He's 72. No, he no fucking way. Fucking two. I'm telling you. I don't Dude. know what life is anymore. What is he doing? I need the skincare routine. Holy shit. 
I was thinking like late fifties was gonna be like audacity. He's seventy fucking two. What the fuck? That's that's ridiculous, dude. He's he must be like zapping people's souls or something. That's why he looks so mean too. Oh, oh, dude, I bet he's, like, actually, like, 200, 300 years old. He's, like, a Dementor or something. He's, like, sucking the soul out of people. <laughs> I would not be surprised because he, he sure sucked my soul out uh, in 2018. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> sucking the soul out of what, though? Pause. Pause. Big pause. And now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good time for a commercial break. Hey, sponsors, that, that's uh, – <laughs> You know the billboards that say "post your ad here." This this is that. This is, we're just gonna flash those ads right there. <laughs> your ad right here, sponsors. <laughs> can't get a better spot than that. That's what she said. All right. Um, <laughs> I can't find three? that spot though. Before we go way off the rails, there you, you want to give me number three? Oh, uh, I number three. I got Mike Anderson. Represent Mike the Big East. Very good. Very very good. Well, he just he just looks tough out there. Like. I'm following a clown like Chris Mullen, like, Dude, he, just seems like oh, he just seems like a rough and tumble blue collar kind of guy. Right, like, and like, and just just him standing like he has RBF like crazy, mm-hmm. and I just just standing there like you know Re- I don't want to talk to him. Yeah, because I'm afraid he'll just look at me, call me a fucking idiot, and then just punch me. Mm-hmm. And I'll deserve it. I don't know why I'll deserve, it, but I'll deserve it. You got that resting boss face for sure. Completely, and it's. It's scary as fuck. Like, so if you piss him off, then dig your grave. You're, it's coming. Andy's grave. It's coming. Ooh, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. It's getting bad, bro. We better fucking wrap this shit up. <laughs> All right. Grandma, go to bed. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of graves. Grandma pick. Go to bed. Um. All right, so at number three, I've got a guy, a, a quote-unquote legend, that literally strangled a kid, Bobby Knight. Would not Bro. want to fight Bobby Knight. I'm so pissed. Would not want to fight Bobby Knight. Literally strangled a kid. <laughs> we talked about a coach you want to play for, I don't want to play for Bobby Knight. I, I, don't, want to, I don't want to play for against him. No. No, I don't want anything to do with Bobby Knight ever. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of my life, Bobby Knight. <laughs> but – in, in a worst case scenario, if he's gonna fight for somebody, I'd rather have him fight for me. Right? Yeah. You want to be you want him to be on your side, like because he he has no boundaries. He does not have boundaries. Can't confirm. <laughs> Which is Can't why confirm. he was my number one. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby Knight's the problem. I'll, I'll let you talk about Bobby Knight at number one if you want to give me your uh, your number two. No, I'll just go ahead and um I'll, I'll give my number I'll give my number two after I talk about Bobby Knight. That now that we're here, like I. He's just got he's got veins popping out of his neck. He has no bound. Just threw a fucking chair across the floor out of anger. Like he oh, he has like a, a short fuse, and when when it's a short fuse, long bomb. Like yeah, very true. I have never seen a nuclear bomb go off so quickly and for so long. Like he does not give a fuck who's watching, who's listening, who's nope. around. Like I guarantee, like it would not shock me after he choked that player. He looked at his dad and said, "You're next." Like, <laughs> that would not shock me at all. That's a story I just made up, but that would not surprise me. Not not at all, bro. Did you ever see Last Days of Night, the 30 for 30? I did not know. It's really good, man. It's really eye-opening. But, like, yeah, bro, it, he literally just felt like he owned everything in that state. Like, and he pretty much did. People he did. Like he's, the reason that, he's the reason that state still exists. 
People treated him like a fucking god, and he just did whatever the fuck he wanted, whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah, he would have just given it back to the Native Americans without him. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, bro. So yeah, I don't fuck with Bobby Knight, but I wouldn't want any problems either. No. <laughs> Even to this day. No, never. No, do not piss off Bobby Knight, and especially never. when he's on the side of Andy. Absolutely never. Andy, who you got at number two? Number two. Or three. I got Oh, this is this is my number two. Are you still on number three? I did my three, so I think you're on two. All right, my two. All right, now you do you you do your two first, because I just did I just did my one. Oh, okay. We already been over this, John Thompson. Don't fuck oh, okay. with him. Okay. Yeah. That's scary, dude. Just looking at him up, you know, as you could possibly have. All right, yep, yeah, that sums him sums him up. Um, my number two, and now the final one, Patrick Ewing. Ooh, fantastic. That is a motherfucker. Like, I wouldn't fuck with him in the 80s. I'm not going to fuck with him now. Like, he, he's gotten bigger. I swear his head's gotten twice the size. <laughs> Easily doubled. <laughs> like, and... But he lost in hair, he made up for it, head. <laughs> That's probably true, because he, he had the flat top back in the day and lost that. Just the head, like, the head just turned, the hair just turned into head. Ooh, head. It sounds good. <laughs> I feel like there's a joke there, but I'm not going to go there. We're already bad in our quota. Yeah, we, we don't we don't need any we're, we're we don't need any more we're, sex no. jokes that we already get that already have. No, no, uh, I, I don't. Yeah, we're done. Uh, no more sex, guys. No, you're cut off. Um, but yeah, if I'm if I'm we'll in trouble and Patrick Ewing comes out of like a fire. And I just feel like the day is saved. I don't care. I don't care if Ike ISIS is is about to just fucking murder me. If Patrick Ewing comes, I feel safe and I'm going to be protected. And we're going to kick some fucking ISIS ass. Twelve out of ten would be Patrick Ewing's little spoon. Andy Pick. And I, you can quote me on that. That is that is a direct quote I have said has, now. I would I, be I, Patrick I, Ewing's little spoon. We talked about that before this, before the show, yeah. I, you would love to be attached to Ewing's little spoon. Who wouldn't? Can you blame me? No, hell no. He'd be one of the best big spoons of all time. <laughs> it's just next, a Georgetown thing. Next, next, next week, little spoon rankings. <laughs> all right, who would you right, most want to be your big spoon? <laughs> the Big East Big Spoon rankings. Big East Bigger Spoons. It's coming. It's oh, that's, that's being tweeted. Hopefully not. Biggie's bigger <laughs> spoons. <laughs> Absolute classic. Okay, I would not want to be this man's little spoon, but I would want to fight with him. And my number one is the one, the only Frank Martin. Oh, absolute, okay. Yes. Absolute brawler. Yes, bro. you know it. <laughs> Do yes. not fuck with. Do not fuck with Frank Martin, bro. He's an absolute problem. He was literally the number one of the toughest college basketball coaches. Mm-hmm. Gotta be. So I, I'm going to roll with Frank Martin, and I like our chances against anybody. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to beat that combo. Like really. you got a little scrapper and Captain Xavier, and just the toughest guy on the planet, Frank Martin. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with it. No, look out, McGregor. <laughs> look out, McGregor. <laughs> Sit down, bitch. Just looks like a little fairy at that point. I know. That was, that, was, that was one of my favorite rankings we've done in a while. Not as good as Big Spoon rankings, but a pretty damn oh, good ranking. The Big Spoon rankings, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs>
Not if I'm the little spoon, it's not. <laughs> no, it's up in the air for me. That's fucking great, bro. I fucking love it. Dude, that was fun. I, another successful one. And Dude. I'm glad we got the um, general sports in there. I'm hoping that we can uh, kind of get you guys used to how we talk about um, everything. general sports, not just college basketball. And um, then we can start getting the the real the general sports podcast out there um, every week. That'll be fun, man. And if I go honestly, dude, I don't know about you, but on like day four or five without Jackass, we gotta start to go a little crazy. So I'm glad we we got it, man. Because that was day six was tough. <laughs> but we we finally made it. I know. I'm glad mm-hmm. we we got your we got your blue balls con, um, cured. So got got that sweet release. It's coming. It's it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Jack it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. We're coming together. Facts. I love it, man. I love it. It's always fun. N- never a dull moment. I'm gonna need some ice cream with Teddy Grahams in it, if you don't mind. Oh, honestly, um, be my guest. Like, I'm sorry for keeping you so long. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how you like. That's how you relax after Jack Astor. You know, like in uh, in Avengers, when you know Thanos finally does his thing, he sits on his planet, and he's chilling. This is like after like a good roll blob pod. I just kind of sit on my little chair, eat some ice cream with some Teddy Grahams in it, and just you know look over a uh, a happy jackass universe. A jackass utopia. A happy jackass utopia. That is. Big that is. It's coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna eat some ice cream and think about big spoons if you don't mind. <laughs>